welcome to Asper. Welcome. Hello. How the hell are you? You know, just just doing it. <laughs> just Out here living silence. the dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just uncomfortable silence followed by a yeah. Oh God. Oh God. What am I doing? Who am I? Oh God. How? All I know is that I got my second dose today, and my arm has been getting progressively more sore. Have you? But other than that, like, where are you at? You know. I feel like I started feeling a little achy in my neck, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know if that's just my posture or uh, an actual immune response thing. Yeah. But I saw this like spin move. Oh, God. Nope. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's this spin move you're supposed to do with your arm to make it not hurt as much. But I fucking forgot about it. And now it's too late. That sucks, bud. You're dead now. I've been there. Yeah. No, Your arm's going to no, fall dead. off. Yeah. You know what? It's weird. My neck also hurts, but I didn't get the shot. Can other things make your neck hurt other than the COVID-19 vaccine? Does anyone know? Yeah. yeah. You know, carrying a podcast can do that, too. But bam <laughs> Ben, that was a roast for yeah. me and you. Yeah, you guys wouldn't. How would you know what that feels roast. like? <laughs> From watching other people. Well, I, guess, I, I learned guess it from Ari watching you. Does ask most of the questions. That's fine. It hey. hey. So, you guys are my color girls. Damn right. <laughs> so, oh, and right Travis is also right. technically the audience surrogate. So. Yeah. Yep. Except that's me. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. Well, speaking of um, audience surrogate, I wanted somebody to come replace me while we watch this episode. We're reviewing LARP and the Real Girl. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, earlier, Ari asked me and Travis a question, and my response was, "I won't tell you the first response. I will tell you the second response, though. Uh, I don't know if Moondor has a horny jail, but I want to be there." Yeah, okay. I God didn't damn. get that. Why do you want to be in horny jail in Moondor? Because he wants all the pretty LARPing ladies to come hit him in the head with their foam swords. Damn right. Anyways, this episode is about, um, well, it's about... It's, it's about nothing. <laughs> nothing important. <laughs> nothing important happens okay. in this episode. This is what this this episode is really about reintroducing Felicia Day into the show. Yeah. Charlie's yeah. back. Yay. Um how they do that is through the vehicle of LARPing, which is a thing that Ben and I know nothing about because we're cool I mean, and we've had sex before. <laughs> it's a nerdy thing. It's because that's her character is she's a fucking nerd, so she's got to be doing some fucking high-tier nerd shit. You know, yeah. we're all nerds. Like, we've all watched. This show is basically documenting our nerdiness. Yeah, we're all nerds, but if you walk up to me and tell me that you play Magic the Gathering, I'll shove you in a locker. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <Fuck. laughs> I'll steal your lunch money if you tell me you are. Like, yeah. Is, I think every, Jesus. I think every, there's really no reason for this, but I think every nerd has an invisible line in the sand, and they don't go, they don't go past that line. Yeah. You go past that line. Just, you suck. Just go ahead and get a pocket protector, my friend, because it's like it's too late. So yeah, suck it, my guy. Yeah, that's where LARPing is for me. Um, that's not true. I would LARP tomorrow if someone invited me. It actually sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so um, I love D&D, and I like How much do you guys know about LARPing? I know the lightning bolt video. I know the lightning bolt video as well. I know <laughs> that it's live-action role-playing is what it stands for. And that's yes. what I got. <laughs> So, LARPing can be uh, a great number of things. Um, They basically, like, in some ways, they got a lot of stuff right. Because uh, just from what I've seen, there are, like, LARPing guilds. And you can join the guild. And it's basically, like, 
you know, showing up for sports practice, you can learn how to uh, duel and fight and stuff. Ooh. And then there's like different factions that uh, can uh, like do. It, it's like it's like Civil War reenactments, but it's Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so more wholesome that's, that's than, a, than your it. average Civil War reenactment, huh? Uh, yes. I. I yeah. Was there... Or, I mean, or if your guild has fantasy racism built into it, you never know. Mm. That's fair. This, this uh, but, um, I mean, we had a Civil War reenactment episode, kind of, and now this? Was there just, yeah. like, a very, like, a cosplayer who really got into a bunch of shit just on the writing staff this season? Is that why we're Maybe. seeing this? Probably. So. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but yeah, basically, so LARPing is kind of, in a way, it's like D&D, but mm -hmm. for real, in real life. Yeah. Um, with, with your body. And people do, like, dress out, dress up, like, like they'll go all out. I've seen some really awesome, like, orc and ogre costumes. Um, and it's basically, like, what the rules are are kind of up to the people that run the organization. Yeah. So kind of um, like D&D. &D. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it sounds, honestly, it really does sound like a lot of fun because, and, and I will go ahead and say, I think by virtue of the fact that this episode is just kind of incredibly fucking boring, um, this episode does not paint LARPers in a bad light. Uh, it's definitely like they're nerdy and it's a little weird to yeah. Sam and Dean, but by the end of the episode, they've joined in and this, it definitely felt better than the convention episode. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. They're definitely more invested in not pissing off the LARPers than they are their own fans. <laughs> for sure. Because well, the LARPers have weapons. <laughs> <laughs> This is what it is. Somebody beat the shit out of Robbie Thompson, who wrote this episode, and was like, if you talk shit on LARPers, there's more where that came from, you son of a yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode starts with a guy getting drawn and quartered, which is oh, one of yeah. the most hardcore deaths this show has ever had. Um, Both of the on-screen deaths in this episode were fantastic. Yeah, 10 out of 10 on on-screen deaths. <laughs> Uh, Sam and Dean get called in to investigate by Garth, who's been tracking them on their phones. <laughs> uh, and they discover that guy who got drawn and quartered had a bunch of text messages from an angry mage threatening to challenge him to a duel. Turns out this mage, a guy named Ed, is his name? Yeah, it was like Ed One and Lance were their names. Ed. Yeah. yeah, Ed and Lance. I think Lance is the second guy. Um, sounds right, yeah. Lance is actually really torn up over Ed's death. Turns out they were buds who LARPed together. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole, you know, I'm a mage and I'm going to challenge you to a duel is just because they've become the queen's guard. And, and, you know, Lance just thought Ed had cheated, but he would never, like, you know, actually murder someone. Unfortunately, he gets murdered shortly after, which is really kind of a shame because he's one of the female characters in the show that can express his feelings in a healthy way. <laughs> uh, Sam and Dean figure out that the LARPing game is called Moon Door. There's all these different factions, and they're about to have a big fight. Uh, the Battle for the Moons? Battle of the Moons? Yeah, they they left it real vague. Oh, yeah. What are we fighting they over? Were... Who the fuck knows? <laughs> yeah. A field. They're fighting over a fucking was, field. <laughs> was this also, like, was it LARPing that was based on an MMO? I mean, that would that's be appropriate. what it seemed like. Well, that would be... Because there was that yeah. tent full of, like, gaming computers, basically. It was the gamer tent. And there were people, like, watching... You know Wait, what? CGI videos. You know what in I there. think this. You know what I. This is my theory. 
I think they were like, okay, we've never LARPed before, but we have been to one convention to do the research for the convention episode we wrote for Supernatural. <laughs> so LARPing is also super nerdy, so maybe they have tents for people who just want to take a break and play a video game. Also, we're going to include a sweet reference to Felicia Day while we're in there, because the game they're playing in the tent is um, uh, Dragon Age 2. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh. That's kind of funny. Uh, Felicia Day um, was uh, the actor who portrayed Ta- Talus. Gotcha. Yeah, the ink suit actor. Mm. I'm getting this from tvtropes.com. Okay. Ah, it's under actor nice. illusion. Hold on, yeah, I knew that there was going to be another little, like, reference to the League or something. The yeah. Guild. She wasn't in the League. Oh, the Guild. Yeah, the Guild, the League, whatever. <laughs> they're, they're, they're the same fucking thing. They're both about football, right? What are they, about <laughs> that, soccer or something? Right. That's funny, yeah. <laughs> Can I just say, I, I have watched the League, mm-hmm. and I started watching it because I didn't know that it was about fantasy football <laughs> you thought it was but i finished i finished watching it because it was pretty funny yeah it's a damn good show i love it i'm a little irked that it ended but yeah so it was i gotta see here i'm gonna check felicia day's uh, imdb because i'm gonna be like are we gonna play dragon age 2 for fucking lsa i mean oh, i would God. be into that no let's do it <laughs> the entirety of come it. on guys it'll be fun yeah just the, just the entirety of Dragon Age 2. We each yeah, play it hey, separately. Let's, uh, let's fucking poop sock Dragon Age 2 for a month and then talk about it on LSA. Yeah, let's do it. I've heard, that, I've heard Dragon Age 2 is a really good game. Did I've heard that. I want to go back to poop sock for a second. You haven't heard that term? I've never heard that term before. You haven't heard of poop sock in it? Never heard of poop sock in it. <laughs> oh, man. It's. I think it's more common in like game journalism, but it's like when you sit down to play a game and don't take any breaks, not even to poop, so you do it in your sock. What the fuck? <laughs> because you gotta get your assignment done in oh, four days. That's why they were in a tent in the episode because they're pooping in their socks and nobody there you wants go. to see that. Now we know that's the rest some, of the story. You know what? That's some real convention shit right there. Yeah. yeah. Um. They go to where they're LARPing the moon door thing and figure out that the queen of the moons is Charlie. Yay. Uh, She is panicked to see them because the last time they, you know, when they first met, it didn't end up super well for her. She basically had to like burn down the identity of Charlie Bradbury and become an entirely new person. Um, And she enjoys LARPing on the weekends to like, Distress, and she's presumably got a new job in IT, which good for her. Uh, also, the show makes it very clear that she is lesbianing the fuck out of everybody. Yeah. Uh, there's this big battle happening, which you know presumably is connected to the um, two LARPers dying because they both had a tree tattoo on their arms. Mm-hmm. And Charlie recognizes it from a game that she's like. It's a Celtic symbol. So at first they go and try to interrogate these like orc faction, the shadow orc faction. Yeah. Um, instead, they Charlie ends up being kidnapped by this really cool costume character in like a fucking deer skull and a cape. Um, and it turns out that that is actually a beautiful fairy and she has been kidnapped from fairyland and forced to do some murders. And the person who kidnapped her is a LARPer on Charlie's team. I, guys, Mm -hmm. I hated this fucking episode. (laughs) (laughs) Just describing it. I'm like, fucking shit. This is dumb as hell. Um, I 
Yeah, so the LARPer on Charlie's team is, is summoned a fairy so that he could, like, destroy everybody else in this stupid fuck fucking battle they're doing, and then Charlie would fall in love with him and... Yeah, so many dudes could not read <laughs> Sapphicism. Oh, they have no idea. No one knew that lesbians existed in this episode except for Charlie, Dean, mm-hmm. and Sam. Yeah. And hey, <laughs> you want you want to know a fun fact about this episode? Sure. Yes. It was written by a man. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we already knew that. Continue. Here we go. Supernaturalwiki.com says, "Thank you Supernatural Wiki." This episode was nominated for a GLAAD, G-L-A-A-D, Media Award in the Outstanding Individual Episode in a Series Without a Regular LGBT Character category in 2013. However, it lost to an episode of Elementary. Okay, so first of all, the fact that they have that category makes me so depressed. Yeah. (laughs) Where they're like... (laughs) We are so lacking in LGBT, like, regular LGBTQ representation that we have to have a category for TV shows that have no representation outside of the occasional, occasional character. So, that's depressing as shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's pouring out for the homies. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So, Boltar is the LARP name of the guy who summoned Gilda, who's the fairy's name. Um, don't worry, everyone. She is a good fairy of the East. Uh, <laughs> and basically, they have to... Boltar summoned her through this book, and to destroy the book, you know, breaks the bonds the fairy has, or that Boltar has on Gilda and then she's able to kind of disappear him back to the fairy universe uh, so that he can be tried in front of the fairy tribunal and the episode ends with Charlie Dean and Sam leading the troops into battle and the the moon fight happens and the and Charlie's team is victorious I did really enjoy that scene. That scene Be- was great. <laughs> because Dean giving the speech from Braveheart, but then getting interrupted by a fucking frisbee. Yeah, that was great. Fuck yeah, yeah. it was. And then the uh, the scrolling text at the end that gets read out, that's yes. read by um, Robert Singer. Oh, oh shit. really? That's cool. Yeah. That thank you supernaturalwiki.com for teaching me that. Seriously, thank you supernaturalwiki.com. You are a font of information that we need. Um so okay. So I said I hated this episode. I, I don't actually hate this episode. Um Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it's fine. They so one of the things I immediately liked about this episode is that it opened up with a call from Garth about a mission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to me, in my brain, that gave me a better like reason for them to be going to do this. Yeah. Um like I just I there was something about the Garth calling up with an assignment for them that felt more natural even than them just like opening the the morning paper and being like 17 people died (laughs) three states away we should go check that out yeah why is the local newspaper and fuck you michigan researching this it's a mystery well you know all the newspapers are all owned by the same like five corporations so that is true it's really just the same it's like oh we had to print that because of our big boss company but we really didn't want to but you know 17 people dead three states over it's fine print is dead but that's neither hither nor (laughs) there but um i uh Wait, uh, yeah, this episode is fine. It's it's kind of boring. That's my main yeah. complaint is that I think it's pretty boring, which is honestly such a shame because it's 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 it was rife with potential. 
you you want me to I, I can hit the nail on the head of the why it was so fucking boring. Hit me with it. Because they were too focused on cramming pop culture references into it yep, that's exactly instead it. of thinking of a plot. Exactly. It. They were too that's busy trying to be fucking ready player one. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys. At least Girl with the Dungeons and Dragons tattoo had like Plot. had some like focus around the main season long plot mm-hmm. but this was just like this was just a one off episode with nothing doing yeah also they they redid a reference that they used in girl with the dungeon and dragons tattoo which i found so fucking insulting because it's like yeah. really guys you're referencing your own references seriously it's a callback <laughs> <sighs> okay here's what they referenced what they re-referenced one of the LARPers tells Charlie, I love you. And she says, I know. Which is, of course, Star a reference Wars. to Empire Strikes Back. But it also is said between Charlie and one of her co-workers and the girl with the Dun- Dungeons and Dragons tattoo. I just don't think Charlie can say I love you. This is what it is. Yeah, She's just incapable of saying that she loves people. <laughs> so yeah, she, can o- she can only speak in Star Wars references. Well, I mean... If I were in her position and a bunch of nerdy boys kept telling me that they loved me, I would probably start doing the same thing. You know, that's that's fair. Because if you because if you say I love you back, then that has very bad connotations. Maybe yeah. she does love this guy, just not you know romantically, but platonically. Yeah. Um, I hey, fuck boys don't believe in platonic love. You know what? Yeah, that's fair. And none of them knows none of them know what lesbians are. They're all basically historians. They're just like they're really good friends, right? That's yeah. 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 <laughs> they're just two besties. Yeah, yeah just two besties. Sure, they had a dog named Sappho, but that could mean anything. That could mean Sapphire. It could be short for Sapphire. It could be short for Sapphire. Sapphire is a long name when you're trying to get yeah. a dog to come to you. It's yeah, you can't be Sapphire. See, see I can't even see, get it out the, clean. The dog's yeah. already dead, so. Yeah. Because you're you're trying to get it to escape a wolf. Anyways, this is a very. I saw her making out with her best friend, but they were probably just trying to strengthen each other's immune systems. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, they they got married, but in a friendship ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I completely agree with you, Travis. This episode was more interested in making just a shit ton of fucking references than it was in writing the plot of the episode. And mm-hmm. as a consequence, everything felt half-baked. Yeah. Um, so we, we've seen fairies before in that one season six episode. Uh, clap your hands if you believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the leprechauns. Yeah, those fairies were dicks. This is a nice fairy. Um, mm-hmm. And we know she's nice because she tells us. Her name is Gilda, even. Yeah. Yeah. And why even name yourself Gilda after a very popular uh, character in Western canon? You know, anyways. So, oh, the, uh, the other thing that was super half-baked... Um, was the big plot of the episode. So the emotional struggle of this episode is that Sam is sad because he and Amelia have, like, really broken up and are never, ever getting back together. Yeah. Um, Someone called Taylor Swift. Yeah, because he didn't meet her at the end of last episode. Uh, um, and I have, a, I have a question about that. Yeah, hit me. So this seems very much more of a like a Dean episode because like Dean is the one that we see dressing up and going out and like doing the stuff and we don't really see a whole lot of Sam in general we see almost none of Sam actually yeah and like I want to know is this a trend of is Sam too sad to be on camera is that why? <laughs> Fucking maybe. Uh, like I, I'd, I, I'm trying to think of other episodes where Sam was not featured as prominently, and I don't 
remember if any of those were after a episode with the same like emotional consequences as the previous one, you know? So I have a theory on this. Tell it to us. Okay. I think that Dean, as a character, kind of starts to eclipse Sam during these seasons. Yeah. Um, Dean is a much fun, he's a fun character. Not that Sam can't be fun, but Dean's a fun character. He's definitely the fan favorite at this point. Uh... Jensen Ackles is such a charismatic actor. Like, I think that they just kind of let Sam fall by the wayside sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's particularly jarring in this episode because the entire B plot is about Sam's emotional struggle to get over Amelia. But the episode barely focuses on that. Which is why at the end, when he's like, let's have fun for both of us, it just doesn't feel earned because we didn't see him have any change or realization that he can, like, you know, do something to make him happy even while he's hurting. Like, what moment during this episode spoke to you where Sam realized that he could enjoy himself? Um, when Sam said, let's have fun for both of us. Yeah, that was it. That was the moment. So I want to run through Sam's scenes this episode real quick. Um, obviously, he's pretty much up with Dean until uh, they split up to investigate um, after they meet Charlie again. Um, Sam is kind of instrumental in getting Charlie to stay. Like, Charlie wants to leave so she can be safe, but after Sam is like, we don't really know shit about LARPing, it would be useful to have somebody who can talk to these guys and actually, like, fucking knows them. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie is, you know, says that she'll stay and she wants to, like, help people and not let anyone die on her watch. Um, or any more people die on her watch. Which is, you know, good. Uh And then after that, Sam goes to the tech camp to look into, like, other victims, you know, people who were part of Charlie's army, but Mm -hmm. have all had various unfortunate things happening to them. And he spends a lot of time talking to this girl uh, in the tent, and it almost seems like this girl wants her to, like, kind of has a... A thing for Sam, mm. yeah, and it's kind of flirting with him. I mean, if <clears throat> if Jared Padalecki walked into a tent suddenly and sat right next to me, I would probably try to flirt with him a little bit too. I mean, that's fair. Like, <laughs> that's completely fair. But it just kind of comes out of nowhere, and then that character is never seen again after she has a pretty. Uh, her name's Maria, by the way. Um, she has a pretty, like, important scene. She helps Sam realize that the tree symbol is um, a shadow orc thing. And they're the, the shadow orcs are the red herring of the episode mm-hmm. uh, before we figure out that it's Baltar. <sighs> Every time I have to say that name. Yeah. Uh, A little part uh, of me dies. Can I say something about fantasy names? <laughs> hey, fantasy names, you don't got to be like that every time, you know? Sometimes your fantasy name can just be Greg. It's fine. Greg the Grocer. Because yeah. fantasy worlds need groceries, be Greg. too. <laughs> 
Let's call this episode Just Be Greg. Just Be Greg. I kind of want to take a take a leap here, though, real quick, and say that when I name fantasy characters, I usually, like, try to... So I have a couple of naming things, themes I go back to. One thing I'll do is I'll find, like, some lesser-known Greek um, mythological figures, and I'll mm-hmm. pick that, like, I'll pick a name from there. Um, get creative with it, but not, you don't have to be weird about it. It's okay. Yeah. So. And then you can also just be like Bob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Exactly. Just pick a musician you like. Yeah. yeah. That's what Sam and Dean do whenever they LARP <laughs> FBI guys. Exactly. And to so. jump from that, oh, do you know? Can we? Yeah. Are me and Travis about to talk about the same thing? I fucking think so. Travis. When Sam and Dean got absolutely clocked. Yes, that was good. <laughs> oh, no. I was going to bring up uh, where Agent Tagger and Rosewood comes from. Where does it come from? Beverly Hills Cops. Or Beverly Hills, <laughs> Hills Cop. That's good. Yeah, yeah, fuck. But yeah, no, let's talk about them getting <laughs> fucking sucker punched by Balthar yeah. or whatever the fuck his oh, name is. Baltung. You cannot get anything past cosplayers because they know how to fake it all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they show up and they're like, we're FBI agents. <laughs> And this dude is just like, no, no you're not, no, you're sillies. Bro. Go Why get in period laughs? costume. Yeah. We do time travel every third Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Which I love. I love that they have genre mashups. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you're the person that shows up to the Ren Fair in a Doctor Who cosplay, I love you. Yeah, same you're with my the favorite. Star Trek people. Like, people who show up in, like classic star trek original series mm-hmm. i i love those yeah, you're, you're so my good. favorites so good <laughs> we should do that one day we should go to a ren fair and clearly be like time travelers yeah um okay going back to the scene with maria so maria uh really spends the scene helping sam figure out like some key parts of the mystery and then she's never seen or heard from again yeah, that would have been like a really cool or really rad like way to sneak in another female character into the show, but mm-hmm. threw her to the curb just like Sam did. Or if um, we're going to have just like this one-off character who's in one scene, maybe Charlie, the IT person, goes with Sam to look shit up about like different members of her camp being injured or whatever. Yeah. I mean, she can't be in two places at once. Yeah, but I mean, what I'm saying is she doesn't go with Dean. Yeah. It, yeah, I th- I think they could have done it either way mm-hmm. where like either Dean and Charlie go with they like D- Dean and Charlie and it goes like that or Sam and Charlie and it goes a slightly different way. Um but I think they definitely wanted to get as much LARP material as they could have out of Felicia Day, so they did what they did. Here's why I'm suggesting Felicia Day go with Sam to the tech tent, and it's not just because it, you know, cuts down on an unnecessary character who really doesn't add anything other than for Sam to have someone to bounce back ideas off of. It could have been a sexy lamp with, like, a a hang-in-there poster, like, stuck to it. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. 100%. Um... But if it had been Charlie who went with Sam to the tech tent to look this shit up, uh, one, it does make sense because of her computer skills to, you know, go be near the computer. But two, Charlie and Sam, because they have met before and have some history, Charlie could then go, hey, man, I noticed you're a little whacked out. What's wrong? And a conversation about, like, what Sam is going through with his feelings concerning Amelia would then happen in a more organic way mm-hmm. slash at all. So that when Sam has that, you know, and then maybe Charlie and Sam could have a conversation where Charlie is like, I completely understand, you know, needing to like throw yourself into something to distract you from how you're feeling. That's what I do with LARPing. But at the same time, like clearly reality is here and it's not helping as much as I thought. And now I'm thinking about giving up. And then Sam could be like, no, I really respect the fact that you LARP. And I think it's cool that you have something to fun to like, 
you know, let things go. And I'm so sorry that monsters have followed you even here in this refuge you have. And it could have. And then at the end, when Sam is like, you know what? We can have fun sometimes. It would have made sense because we would have seen that growth in that conversation. here's, Here's the problem with all of that, though. They would have had to nix so many references just to fit all of that in there. You're right. They indeed would have had to do that. Well, and what they also would have had to do is nix the development that Dean and Charlie's relationship would have had. But here's the thing. Then don't have the main emotional issue of the episode be Sam's feelings concerning Amelia. Yeah. Make it about Dean. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you're gonna make, if you're go, if the main emotional issue in the episode is going to be Sam centered, then Sam needs to be in the episode more, and we need to see him. And and they did the same thing with the Looney Tunes episode. Well, no, it was a little better in the Looney Tunes episode because at least we see like Sam have that realization and kind of why. True. Yeah. I did like Maria, though. I thought she was a fun character. She was, and she was nice. And I liked how yeah. like helpful she was. Yeah. It was, like, hella lame that, like, her final line was, Yo, sleep with me. <laughs> <laughs> like, bruh, come on. So, what are you up to? Pillaging any castles this weekend? Yeah. A you, wink, wink, a wink, wink. Pillaging any love caves this evening, yeah. are we? Mr. X-Files? <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, this yeah. episode, um, this, sorry to interrupt. Uh, I just had a thought that, so how often do they impersonate FBI agents? Um, quite often. How yeah. often has the show been on the air? Since 2000 something. But <laughs> how slow is the FBI response time that two dudes can just, like, we've only seen it like once or twice, like. FBI agents show up in like a normal amount of time and like keep these chuckle fucks from goddamn impersonating FBI agents. Well, like the ones I can think of is like the airplane episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like two days or like, or is the FBI just not investigating every weird murder? The F- well, one, I don't think the FBI investigates every weird murder because okay. then what would like detectives do? I think, again, I don't know jack shit about FBI, but I have seen, like, a season or two of Criminal Minds, Mm. um, and they seem to be pretty serial killer focused. Okay. And also, like, white collar crimes focused. I've also seen white collar, and those are the two shows (laughs) I've seen where the FBI's are the (laughs) detectives. So, um, yeah, I'm not really sure... Uh, I'm, you know, I actually, I'm not really sure, like, what murders, but surely the FBI don't get called out for just, like, every fucking, every time somebody trips and is killed by a haunted ice cream cone. That just seems... That's the supernatural episode I want to fucking see. God, fuck mm-hmm. That's an episode of Charmed, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm only kind of kidding. Um... Sadly, I don't think there's a supernatural actor in that episode, so we can't watch it. Oh, what a shame. Unless we choose to. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I will go ahead and say, in the earlier seasons, they weren't always impersonating FBI agents. Sometimes they were like... Yeah, Texas Rangers, Rangers. cops. Yeah, Yeah, Rangers. Yeah. Um, Fucking health inspectors. You know, whatever. They had like... In the very first episode, Dean opens up the glove box and pulls out, like, 10 million IDs for all sorts of different authority figure jobs to get him access to places. It wasn't always FBI. Hmm. As the show's gone on, they're just like, FBI agents have jurisdiction everywhere, and no one ever checks. So (laughs) they'll go in and be like, I need to inspect and make sure that your pasta's held at the correct temperature, Olive Garden. Uh, (laughs) I'm from the FBI. You have to let me do this. <laughs> All right, we should do a special Habcast oh, episode. Oh my god! Where we impersonate as health inspectors. 
And we go in to check and make sure Olive Garden is cooking their pasta at the right temperature. Benjamin, are you suggesting that we break the law by impersonating a federal officer? I don't think health inspectors are federal officers. Uh, They're municipal at best. Yeah. Okay, first of all, health inspectors are also FBI agents because FBI agents <laughs> do everything. <laughs> next, Hey, um, next time you get a firefighter out to your house, that's an FBI agent. <laughs> if someone walked into a restaurant that I worked at mm-hmm. and said, I'm with the FBI <laughs> and I need to check to make sure you are up to health code, mm-hmm. I would ask him to leave. <laughs> you wouldn't be like, because oh, you're clearly here to investigate some supernatural crime instead. Yeah. I will instead get out of your way, hunters. <laughs> You wouldn't do that? No, because the thing about municipal health care, I mean, health inspectors, is that there's like three of them. So you know who they are. Yeah. Like if you work at a restaurant, you know the health inspector. Oh, yeah, 100%. When I um, was serving, uh, we had the same health inspector come in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We would be like, hey, Barbara, what's up? And she would be like, mm-hmm. um, health inspecting. You know how it is. Yeah, no. Uh, I don't think we've said this on the show, but me and Ari work at the same place. You're going to see that health inspector once or twice before you quit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, oh, real quick, another um, scene that kind of grabbed my attention was the real quick let's talk about the scene where dean pulls his gun out oh that was also amazing that was hilarious 10 out of 10 best part of the episode it was a banging scene dean brings a real gun to a larp best i'm gonna i'm gonna count i'm gonna say my three favorite slash good parts of the episode the drawn and quartered scene that was good Hmm. that was like real good the dean pulls his gun out and the one of the shadow guys is like i'm a lawyer so can you please leave me alone and i will press charges (laughs) please stop shooting your gun sir and then the larp scene at the end yeah Uh, that was another good one um yeah so charlie gets kidnapped kidnapped by gilda the fairy and Sam and Dean attempt to find her, um, interrogate a bunch of LARPers, including the Shadow Orcs and Boltar and his crew. And Dean at some point is just like, all right, fuck this LARPing bullshit. He just pulls out his gun and shoots it into the ground, which is not proper weapon safety. I think we're all I mean, agreed. he had to show him it was a real Well, gun. he shot at the ground and away from everybody. That's how you threaten the person. Take a class, oh. Ari. <laughs> yeah, you don't shoot no. it up in the air because it'll fall back down on someone. Yeah, exactly. I too have read a Kurt Vonnegut novel where that <laughs> happened. <laughs> um, oh, also, Charlie and the fairy lady made eyes at each other. And also, they kind of made out. Yeah. They didn't just kind of make out. Yeah, they didn't kind of make out. Oh, they yeah, were they, making out. They full-on made out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, also, um, one of the other moments I liked in the episode is when uh, Sam's like, it looks like they were poisoned by Belladonna and Charlie and Dean went the porn star. <laughs> um, that is a clip that has been passed around TikTok a lot, and I completely forgot it was a supernatural clip until just today. So nice, yeah, good one. Hell yeah, good one, TikTok. Hello, TikTok. We TikTok see you, boys. So, um, can we have Gen Z listeners I... now? <laughs> Can I pitch an entirely different episode for this episode? Absolutely. So this episode takes place in Farmington Hills, Michigan. Do you guys know where that is? Is it in Michigan? I do. It's one of the biggest suburbs of Detroit. (laughs) And it's got like parks and shit. So they probably still could have done LARPing there. But 
Catholic person. Farmington Hills, Michigan is home of Marvin's Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum, <gasps> which is a like giant uh like arcade entertainment oddities place. And they have all these like vintage coin operated arcade machines like Zoltar and shit like that. Ooh. And some of them are just like you put a coin in there and it'll get the gears moving and like a little scene plays. All I'm saying is there they we could have done an episode in Farmington Hills, Michigan with like a haunted oddities store and that would have been pretty cool, I think, instead of whatever this was. Yeah, yeah. I actually yeah, I'm for that. Yeah, but how else would Felicia Day mack on so so many ladies and so Felicia time? Day is no longer in this episode. Oh, okay. This oh. this episode is not even called LARP and the Real Girl anymore. This is an entirely different season eight, episode eleven. Oh, I feel like that, all right, yeah, we've done this before. It's not cheating. My, <laughs> yeah. my favorite, I'm just saying my favorite let's part of get, this episode. I, is I know I can't ask that much girl. of the supernatural writers. But let's get a little more map accuracy. Yeah, let's get a little bit more based. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, use Google and figure out where the fuck you are before being crazy with it. Yeah, yeah. But like, like I said, to be fair, there are like some, some like parks and uh, like wooded areas. Oh yeah. So there's definitely not. It's not implausible. It's not like. It's not like when Richardson Texan showed up and they acted like it was the middle of nowhere. Yeah, or when they sent an episode in Mississippi and there was like snow on the ground in yeah. March, which is just no. It's asinine. just no. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have loved that if they had done it in the in the oddities shop. Like that's really cool. That's a really cool idea, actually. Yeah. Um, just uh yeah this episode it's not again it's not the worst episode of supernatural it's just kind of boring which is really such a shame um yeah it's i feel like it's one of those episodes that's really boring but a lot of people like it because it's full of references yeah yeah and it's true for a lot of things i also will just go ahead and say that humor Referential humor is fine, but all your jokes can't be referential humor because that's just not funny on its own. Yeah, yeah. Like you, know? you can only so you can only say "Hey, the thing" so many times. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing is ever funny because oh, I I remember that. I yeah. get that reference. It's yeah. it's funny because you're like. Even then, referential humor is funny because it's like, oh, I'm making a reference and I'm like turning on its head somehow or something like that. Um, yeah. I do like how they bring back Dean's like secret, super nerdy side, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, that, that was another little moment with Dean and Charlie where Dean starts getting really into the strategy, like the army strategy stuff. Yeah. And I can see, like, God forbid John Winchester have a wholesome father moment, but I can see John Winchester and little Dean Winchester, like, learning to play Risk. Yeah. I'm just saying, I that's that I can visualize that. Mm. I would, uh, I'd watch that episode. I'd read that fanfic where the the Winchesters played played three person Risk. Yeah, yeah. somebody died because they spent a week getting through the game. <laughs> I'd be cool with that. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um, What else about this episode before we get into maybe some reviews? Um, I liked how we watched this episode a day after Lesbian Visibility Day. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Very uh, appropriate, I guess. It's not appropriate. I just thought it was. I just thought it was coincidental. Hey, lesbians. 
we love you and you're very visible. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm glad that Supernatural, I mean, Charlie coming back for a second episode, we now have LGBTQ representation that's appeared twice in two episodes and Charlie hasn't died either time. In this one, That's she didn't amazing. Even come close. She's worn white in the uh, first episode she was in, right? Like a little bit of white, not like full white, but some white. She right? had like a white shirt. Yeah. But I think I think to count as a woman in white, you have to be in like mostly white or off white. Yeah. Your 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 outfit yeah. has to be dominated by the color white. It's it's got to be like a dress or a nightgown. Right. You know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. See, the real problem in the supernatural universe is that it's just made up of mothers who wear nothing but white nightgowns. And at that <laughs> point, you might as well just paint a target on your back. Yeah. So. I came home and saw my mom had a new white nightgown. I threw it out of the house just so she wouldn't die. <laughs> <laughs> so. Someone gifted oh. me with a white nightgown. I would be like, "Am I pregnant?" And <laughs> the answer is not for long. Hey. So. Google's where's tallest stairs? <laughs> oh no! Uh, I just drive to Tennessee. I'm pretty sure they still have abortion, at least for yeah. now. Okay. All right. Here is uh, there are six user reviews in this episode. It wow, is that that few. Yeah, uh, they most of them are you know ten out of ten, nines out of ten. Um, there's one seven out of ten. What is this? Is that the lowest one? That's the lowest one. Oh. So, all right. Supernatural is starting to run out of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> after starting to, after eight years, I can understand why LARP and the Real Girl is a show about satire. The LARP episode makes fun of people who play live action role playing games. Someone is using real fairy magic to hurt other players, and the Winchesters must figure out who. The LARP episode is still silliness. Some parts are funny, other parts amusing, and some parts forgettable. The Braveheart ending is funny. Not one of the better episodes, but watchable. I give it a 7 out of 10. Sam and Dean are still strong characters. The series is well directed. There needs to be something new to add to the show. Perhaps the reappearance of Dick Roman? I love this review. (laughs) That's a solid review. This is a solid review. First of all, they still gave it a 7 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Second second of all. um, Have the balls to give it a 5. For real. But second I'll give it a 5 right now. Hell yeah. What I love about it is they were like, maybe they need to introduce something new. Like Dick Roman, a character we've seen before. Who's been taken (laughs) care of. Who we saw as late as last season. It's not even like that old. It's not even like let's let's bring back something that's like, you know, we've seen on the show before, but we haven't seen in a while, like a Rougarou. It's just like something we saw like ten episodes ago. Yeah. So I love that. I love I, lo- I, lo- I love that. That is good. I'm annoyed that only seven out of thirty nine people found it helpful. Mm. All and right. Then, here's like, one of the. Oh, sorry. Go on. Oh, go ahead and read the 10 out of 10 or like a, another one because then we'll eviscerate it. So, 10 out of 10, a welcome turn from Torn and Frayed. Well, I have gone through general views and opinions online and they really d- don't seem to tip to this one being one of the good episodes. I'm glad to know that we're not in the minority here. We are on IMDb, but we're not, not, at, not online apparently. Yeah. With all the costume drama picks that were online prior to its release, it was certainly much looked forth to so maybe viewers must have set their expectations high all apart this is a fun episode that doesn't lose the story of the season felicia day is back with her dorkiness and she may not be eye candy oh that's mean but she's not what but that's not what she is here to achieve dean thankfully is not in the i am the cause for all the woes in the world and sam's life he is aware of the implications of the citizen fang 
fake message in what Sam was left behind to be with him, but that is it. No brooding and alcoholic self-loathing. His childlike enthusiasm on LARPing is adorable. Sam persists with his lament phase, but that is who Sam always was. He plays the sweet saying younger brother by giving in to Dean let's, Dean's let's have some fun need. The grand finale to the show with the Braveheart speech and Jensen's comic timing was applaud worthy. Why wouldn't SBN fans love this episode? Dot, 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 dot. So that is a really mean comment about the Felicia Days. I mean, I, they said she's not eye candy. So I thought that's, I think that's rude. But yeah, I guess it's not, it's not like insulting her appearance. It's just saying that she's not like super hot or not eye candy, but I don't know. I, I just think it's such an unnecessary, like, what does it say about the quality of the episode? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. nothing. So weird. It's weird yeah, to mention that, that kind just, of stuff. Yeah. When, when you start talking, if you're in a review and you start talking about someone's appearance and it's not part of the plot, yeah, like, oh my God, someone literally turned into a monster or something. like, yeah. Or like, I like this person's costumes or they really made, yeah, or whatever. They really roughed this character up because it's appropriate for them to be roughed up. Yeah. It's once you start talking about someone just being eye candy, it's not, uh, it's not great. Yeah. So... I I have a question. Uh-huh. This is the second episode that we see Charlie in. Um you weren't really a fan of her in the first episode. Uh-huh. How do you feel about her now? Do you like her a little more or a little less or a little not good? Whole thing. Mm, I mean, as a person inside of the supernatural universe, she is fine. Because she's a person who so far has met the Winchesters and survived. So she's got something good going for her. Mm-hmm. Um... Do I still like her as a character? No, because her character, whenever she shows up, just means that she's just going to fountain off even more pop culture references and nothing real is going to happen again. She did less in this episode than she did last time she was around. Mm -hmm. And it really just didn't do it for me. Like, I don't I don't care whether Charlie comes back or not. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll never see her again, so. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. She definitely may or may not be involved with one of the backdoor pilots. Yeah. yeah. She, <laughs> I mean, who who knows? Who knows? Um, all right. Any final thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, hopes, dreams, wishes? I mean, fairies. I said what I said about Charlie. Yeah. Um, I I like when Dean dresses up in silly costumes. I think that's fun. I'm looking forward to more of that because I know that that happens more and more as the seasons go on. Mm-hmm. Or at least it's always just like a nice little treat that happens in episodes where Dean gets to like dress up. Um Yeah, that's that's all I have in my brain. Yeah. Uh, we already mentioned that Robbie Thompson wrote this episode. He wrote LARP and the Real Girl, Bitten, which was the found footage episode. Uh, the girl with the Dungeons and Dragons tattoo, Time After Time, which is, man, he likes to get Jensen Ackles in costumes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and slash fiction. Um, so he's, he, you know, he's got some good episodes. He's got some not so good episodes. Um, just kind of. Kind of par for the course, you know, with yeah. most writers on long-running television shows. They're not all going to be winners. Um, but, yeah. I uh, My final thoughts, given this episode, like a 4 out of 10. Not the best, not the worst. Mm-hmm. Just kind of very meh. 
yeah. so, which is really a shame because I, I really like Charlie's character um, yeah. and not just because it's some much needed LGBTQ representation, but because I like Felicia Day mm-hmm. uh, and I like the energy that Charlie brings to the show because um, yeah. Sam and Dean do get a little dour at times. Yeah. I like how yeah. I, I like how Dean acts when he's around Charlie. Like it's like he is happier. Yeah. Just less depressed. It mm. seems like Dean and Charlie kind of sync up on this like Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what to call it. They're basically like they have the same brain waves coming out of their head. Yeah. yeah. And like we saw that in the uh the porn star uh scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that's pretty good. Yeah. Honestly, this is why I wanted Charlie to go hang out with Sam um, for part of the episode because Dean and Charlie definitely get a lot of screen time together. And it's not that Sam and Charlie, like, never do. It's just that their relationship isn't developed as much. Um and I definitely would have liked to see Sam and Charlie interact more, and um, they definitely have a lot in common as well. So, hell yeah! Yeah, Ben, any final thoughts? Yeah, I give this episode. I want to give it somewhere between like a three point five and a four point five. Yeah, like definitely in that range because I remember liking this episode a lot more. But for the life of me, I don't know why. It was just, it was at least fast, but I don't feel like we we gained anything other than references and Felicia Day. Uh, Again. Yeah. Some history into my experience with this episode. I actually caught this episode on television back in like... I don't know, 2015 or some shit, and <laughs> or 2016, and actually saw this episode completely out of context for the rest of the season, and before I knew who Felicia Day's character was, um, and I absolutely fucking hated it, and then <laughs> I rewatched it when I was watching season eight for the first time, and also fucking hated it. So, my if anything, my attitude on it has softened. <laughs> um... <laughs> And I don't, I don't know why. I think it's just because I really do like Felicia Day, and I think I think what it is is the first two times I watched it, it was Supernatural once again, just like making fun of nerds, mm-hmm. which is just kind of annoying because have you seen the fan base, guys? It's so yeah. nerdy, um, but. Now I see it more as an affectionate parody. Yeah. And that has made me sort of soften up to it. What did you originally want to give this fucking like episode then? Like a one? Mm, a zero? Probably like a two. Okay. Because I really do like Charlie and uh, Jensen Ackles really is a charismatic actor. Yeah, like a two. Yeah. So I bumped it up to a four. I'm giving it a five on IMDb right now. Nice. Hell yeah. So. All right. Travis. Uh Uh-huh. This next episode is called As Time Goes By. What's it about? Um, As Time Goes By. So... This is going to be another episode where, like, Dean is out doing something and Sam was just, like, back at the motel chilling. And <laughs> Sam is trying to, like, warm up some soup in the microwave because mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't have a soup straw, so he can't eat it cold. Um, <laughs> As God intended. <laughs> and so he's trying to, like, do it in the microwave and he sets it for, like, two minutes and he pulls it out and it's still, like, totally cold. And then he like um, puts it in again for like five minutes, and then it's still like 
kind of lukewarm. Like, I don't, this microwave is old and it's just got like a dial that springs back and stuff. So <laughs> it's not really an exact science. So he puts it in for another like 10 minutes. And then Dean comes back in and he's like, dude, there's fucking like monsters and shit. What are you, what are you doing? And Sam's just like, my soup is still cold. And Dean's like, quit wasting time as it goes by. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well, Travis, that is a lot of lead up for a very upsetting payoff. So hopefully that won't happen. But if it does, we'll talk about it next week on Hey Ass Butt. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more from us, you know what to do. How'd you get this far into the show without learning what to do? Go to Habcast.com where you can find links to all of our social media at Habcast on Twitter and Instagram and Hey Asbutt, a Supernatural Podcast on Facebook. Um, You can also get a link to our Patreon where for $3 a month, you will gain access to the other show we do, Let's Shag Ass, where... We watch things that supernatural actors have been in that are actually not supernatural. Most recently, we've watched Freaky, a super fun movie. Uh, we watched Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Yeah. Um, we watched Evil Dead 2. Uh, it's a fun show. Go check it out. Help support it us. Is. Help make the show go. It's awesome. Um, until next time, have fun. And don't die. want to hear the review that i just made for this episode this episode uh five stars five out of ten stars so this episode does nothing but bring pop culture references and none of the plot i'd like seeing dean dress up in a larping outfit that was fun if you like pointing at the screen and going oh i understand that then this episode is for you if you care about the plot of the main season you can skip it the lat the other (laughs) i've made two reviews on imdb what the other review is for girl with the dungeons and dragons tattoo uh zero out of two users found this review useful <laughs> <laughs>